Hey, oil country, this is Taylor Hall. Hey, this is Connor McDavid. Double team, got it back, score, what a beautiful move, and welcome back, Connor. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I'm Leon Dreisel. This is Jordan Eberle from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid feeds Eberle for the hat trick, he's got it. This, this is oil country. Wheeler to Myers, what time, what a save by Cam Talbot. He got him with a left pad. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Ched. by Digitex, Canada's largest Canon dealership, where their main goal is to save you time and money in providing true Alberta service. Check them out at Digitex.ca. Digitex now has a massive supplies division where you can find paper and supplies for all brands of office equipment. This is Oilers Now. We open with L.A. Woman by the Doors. Brendan Ulrich was commenting on the fact, Bob, that's an eight-minute song. Well, that's the sort of thing the Doors used to do back in the day. Jam-packed edition uh, for you. The Edmonton Oilers trying to knock the front door down and uh, get a victory in Los Angeles after uh, some uh, subpar performances at home. Oilers need to get it turned around. It won't be easy. The Kings are 3-0 and against Edmonton this season. Coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now. From NHL Hockey on Rogers, and you're going to want to hear Drew Remenda. He is some fired up, and he's got the bullseye uh, squarely on one group in particular. So uh, Drew Remenda coming up at 1235 today. 105 today, uh, plugged in uh, writer out in the east, Joe Hacks with Hags Haggerty from Comcast Sportsnet New England. Uh, we'll get the L.A. story from Jim Fox, the longtime uh, L.A. Kings analyst, Jerry Fleming, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors on today's edition of Oilers. Now, uh, at the flyout early yesterday, we, we have uh, members of the Oilers Community Foundation in meetings down here in Edmonton. So for the first time, uh, the play-by-play and color guy got booted off the plane. Maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. But I uh, did have... An event with the folks from uh, the Oilers Now road trip. It was spectacular yesterday. And then uh, uh, had another event last night and took on uh, took in the basketball game with the LA Clippers against the Denver Nuggets. So uh, lots happening, obviously, at the Staples Center big uh, here at there, LA uh, Live. Clippers losing, Bob. What's that? I was a big upset. The Clippers losing. Well, yeah, and I mean it was uh, it was all Clippers early, like in the first five minutes of the game. I think they were up like thirteen to two or something like that, and Denver took over. And the Clippers uh, they didn't have Blake Griffin playing, but nonetheless, uh, a victory for uh, Denver. Uh, here's how you get hold of us: you email us orders now at six thirty chat dot com. Presented by Homes by Abby. You can text us at six thirty six thirty. You can tweet us at orders now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan Ulrich for podcasts. Go to six thirty chat dot com slash podcast. Every time I come down to LA live. I think think of uh, the Taylor Hall draft here in 2010, but also about 
just the impact of, of what this district has. And the Staples Center is one of the busiest venues on the planet. It's got the two NBA teams plus the LA Kings. Uh, lots going on in and around Los Angeles. And, you know, Ice District in Edmonton, I know we're all uh, pumped up and stoked about what's going to grow and develop there as well. And I think for the people that have been fortunate enough to come down here that are perhaps listening to the show, they know of which I am talking about. Tonight, it's the Oilers and the LA Kings. The uh, Edmonton Oilers are uh, having an optional practice this morning. They're actually on the ice as we speak. And I I think that uh, one of the things that we're going to do here is I'm going to set the lines in uh, a couple seconds, but I do want to get to some clips from yesterday's edition of Oilers Now, the team practicing, then flying out yesterday again. Click an optional to, uh, today. Todd McClellan's the Oilers head coach, and there has to be some concern on the spirit level of the Oilers team right now coming off of five straight losses at the home. Well, I think the first thing is them reading off of us as a coaching staff. So, um, I was frustrated last night. I was down. Um, I had an opportunity to go home and pout like the rest of us did. Uh, but this morning, woke up with a lot of energy, came to the rink and wanted to make the team better. And they're going to read off of us. And, you know, when the sun comes up, we get we all get that chance to come and, and try and improve and, and apply it tomorrow. Um, will it go rosy for us tomorrow? We sure hope so. But if it doesn't, we've got to push longer. And uh, we'll talk about it. But I, Again, the body language of the group this morning was much better than it was last night when they were leaving the rink, uh, which tells me they woke up and want to improve. Um, but that has to trans transfer over into game situations. And um, I thought earlier in the year when we got scored on, we, uh, we grinded our teeth a little bit more. Um, we got scored on again and guys stayed positive. Uh, now we get scored on and, and you feel it sag a little bit. So it doesn't take much to, to turn that back. Uh, but it has to happen, and it has to happen individually first. Um, one guy isn't going to get up and, and bang the drum and everybody else follow. You have to take care of yourself and your own environment and fight through the adversity. Todd McClellan, the Oilers head coach. The Oilers uh, winners are just seven of 30 games on the road this season and they're going to play the L.A. Kings, who have owned them uh, in this building. And we're going to talk about a fear of embarrassment coming up. Maybe that's something that can get the Oilers jolted. Uh, We will talk about the line combinations that we saw yesterday and the defense pairings because I think they're going to tell a telltale toll about what might happen today. But here's McClellan on changes coming, uh, the NHL trade deadline on Monday, and what's at stake uh, for the players for the rest of the season. Changes are coming. Um, And... um you know, that can happen in a lot of different ways. It, it, people just think trade. You know, this guy's going, changes are coming. We've got to get uh, players to change the way they play. And we've got to continue to do that as a coaching staff. Changes may come in the form of trade. Uh, but I do believe this is kind of that first, and maybe I'm wrong, but I, I feel it. I think this is the first time where just about everybody on the team is uh, accessible. And... Uh, you know, I don't know if that's happened in the past. It's probably been a comfort zone with five, six extra guys, but um, losing is unacceptable and uh, changes may have to occur. So um, individual pride from now till the end of the year. Like if I'm, if I'm one of them, I'm setting individual goals and, and evaluating my game night in and night out. And um, I'm starting with myself and I'm looking at my line mates and, and growing it out into the team scenario. Once we're through the trade deadline, we'll sit down as a group and we'll uh, we'll set short-term goals. Um, we'll set an 18-game uh, goal scenario for ourselves and, and for individuals, and uh, that should keep us very motivated. 
That's Edmonton Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. The Oilers and the LA Kings tonight in Los Angeles. Todd McClellan, obviously Justin Schultz and uh, Brendan. I know you took calls yesterday, and uh, fans are. Uh, Clearly down on Justin Schultz. He's not played well. He had a horrible performance against the Ottawa Senators the other night. And uh, here's Todd McClellan on Justin Schultz's confidence level. I see a, an individual right now that, that is not very confident. And um, he's feeling um, the heat and the pressure from a lot of different areas, whether it's uh, uh, media, whether it's the fans, whether it's the coaching staff, teammates, whatever it might be. And uh, as Jason mentioned, some individuals respond differently to that. Some can excel and, and push their way through it, and others struggle with it. So, um, you know, we're going on the right road right now. That may be good for him. Uh, Justin Schultz had this to say yesterday on his play, the rumors, and the fans booing. I'm just pretty inconsistent right now. Um, you know, I'll be having a good game and then make a brain. Uh, Bad read, bad play, and it cost the team. So just being focused every shift and uh, trying to help the team win. Uh, I don't know if it's weighing on me. Definitely hear it, hear it, and uh, you know pay attention to it. But I just got to focus on playing hockey right now. And whatever happens, happens. Um, you know, all I can do is go out there and, and play my hardest. You know, it's I, I got to be better. Uh, you know, it sits on me. I guess I'm kind of used to it from Anaheim, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's too bad. It's disappointing, but i got to be better. All right. Yeah, Schultz was definitely, I mean, it started about four or five games ago. They started to boo him, how the fans did, uh, when they announced him in the starting lineup. So he got pulled out of the starting lineup for a couple of games. Uh, there's a chance he may not play at all tonight. More on that in a second. Uh, Craig Simpson, uh, actually, before we get to Craig Simpson's comments, I want to play a clip from uh, Reed Wilkins Inside Sports. He had Kelly Rudy from uh, NHL Hockey and Rogers. Works mainly on the Flames broadcast now. Uh, and he had some interesting comments on fans booing players. I think people that boo are the scourge of society. How's that for honesty? Wow, that's and, direct. Yeah, and I've said that uh, on Hockey Night in Canada before uh, about uh, other uh, circumstances, and and I really do believe that. I, I know, and I come from a place where I've been booed, so I know the feeling. I know how uh, it, it affects you, how it affects your family, um, and so on, and it, it's extremely difficult to go through. So I don't uh, like it when fans boo. I think it's appalling. Um, I understand that they have the right to do whatever they, they want, but I certainly don't uh, condone it. I don't uh, think that it's the proper way to conduct yourself. I liken it to this, and I know some people are going to think this is maybe extreme, Reed, but so we're, there's a really good thing going on in society right now, and especially in schools, and it's, and it's anti-bullying, and we're trying to teach youngsters uh, not to bully their friends at school or their classmates at school, and it's a terrific program, and it's worth it, and we should stick with it because it'll, it'll help people that are getting bullied. So why is it then that you can go to a, a social environment like a hockey arena and pay your money and in front of children and so on, you're teaching another form of bullying. It just seems to me like it's the craziest thing that, okay, you can't do it at school, but it's fine here. And the reason it's fine is because the people that we're booing are paid more than other people. Well, that's ridiculous. It's a totally ridiculous way to look at it. And you can tell that I'm a passionate person about it because it's just frankly wrong. 
That is Kelly Rudy bringing it from inside sports last night with Reed Wilkins. Schadenfreude, my friends. That's why it happens. Uh, Justin Schultz, we have some news uh, at the availability. Cam Talbot will start. I would fully expect Anders Nielsen to get the start tomorrow night against L.A. Based on yesterday's practice, distinct possibility Schultz comes out, uh, which would leave the orders with Sekiro with Fane, Davidson with Osterle, Nurse with Clendenning. If Davidson, Osterle, Nurse, and Clendenning are uh, four of the order's six defensemen, they've played a combined total of 149 games. If Schultz is indeed a scratch, the amount for Schultz, Nikitin, and then the injured Clefbaum, Ference, and Graba is $14 million worth of D. The Oilers would have $13 million worth of D dressed tonight with the six guys that are playing Sakura, Fane, Davidson, Osterlate, Nurse with Clendenning. That is indeed if Justin Schultz does not play. And it would not surprise me, based on yesterday's practice, if Schultz, again, is a scratch for today's game. Up front, based on yesterday's practice, it'll be Leon Dreisaitl with Taylor Hall and Zach Cassian. Connor McDavid with Benoit Pouliot and Jordan Eberle. Uh, Connor McDavid, since the All-Star break, five goals and 16 points. He did get credit for an assist on Everly's goal uh, in the uh, loss against Ottawa. Uh, Jordan Everly, by the way, has eight goals and 14 points in 11 games since the All-Star break. Hall and Dreisaitl got to get going. Um, Anton Lander, based on yesterday's practice with Teddy Purcell and Neil Yakupov, would be in. Yakupov, minus 12 in 13 career games against the L.A. Kings. And then Mark Letestu with Matt Henriksen, one of either Korpakovsky or Pakarinen, neither of which Pakarinen and Korpakovsky have scored in a while. So uh, the Oilers did recall Jujar Carey yesterday. He's got 22 points in 32 games in the minors. My guess is he'd be inserted in the lineup in Anaheim based on how the Oilers have done things. Craig Simpson was on uh, Oilers Now yesterday as well. And uh, I know, Brendan, you asked him a question of whether or not Justin Schultz, uh, if he were to be moved, and I think at this stage of the game it might be the best thing for him, if he could actually help a playoff team. Well, the problem is is the, the fundamental parts of his game that are breaking down. It's not just like you've got a hugely offensive guy with all kinds of skill that's just having a bit of a bad luck or a bad turn or, you know, a a stretch where the puck's not going in for them like you'd have with a goal scorer, per se. Uh, If my biggest concern, if I'm a playoff-bound team or even more importantly, a Stanley Cup contending type team, is just the holes in the game on the battle level and the understanding of, you know, assignments. Uh, Those are the things that if I was a scout sitting and watching the last uh, month of the season for that, you know, that would be my biggest concern. So um, I think it does take away some of the potential for, you know, a deal that would maybe really help the Oilers. Uh, I just don't think, you know, rarely do you see a a situation get to where it's just clear that the the guy's struggling to be a player on this team right now. And I, I feel in a lot of ways on a human uh, standpoint, that that's not, a, that's not a fun way to go to work every day. Uh, but on an NHL at playing at this level and being paid what you are, it's disappointing that it has at least come down to, you know, he's working hard. He's doing all the right things. It's just not coming together. And I, I think that would be my biggest concern as a new team going, you know, the, the flaws in his game right now are really evident. And the thing that's not backing it up is I haven't seen the ability to battle through it. 
and uh, last night was probably the worst example of that. That's Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey on Rogers. The Oilers' opponent tonight are the LA Kings. that come in with a record of 35-20-4. Up front, Andrzej Kopitar will play with unrestricted free agent Milan Lucic. My guess is Lucic would like to resign with the Kings. Dustin Brown on the right side. Uh, Lucic, a three-time 20-goal scorer. Kopitar getting that massive eight-year extension done at $10 million per season. Jeff Carter with Dwight King and Tyler Toffoli. Carter, 14 goals, 21 points in 19 career games against the Oilers. Of course, the uh, Kings picked up Vincent LeCavier and uh, Luke Shen in a deal with the Flyers uh, about two months ago. It'll be LeCavier with Pearson and Trevor Lewis. And then uh, Shore with Clifford and Andy Andrioff. On defense, Jake Muzzin with Drew Doughty. Doughty playing 28 minutes and 20 seconds per game. Already in double-digit goals for the fifth time in his NHL career. Alec Martinez with Braden Shen, or Braden Shen Luke Shen. Braden McNabb with Jamie McBain in the third pairing. McNabb last year had 22 assists, uh, being paired mostly with Drew Doughty. He's been down on third pairing this year. Offensive numbers have dropped a bit, but he is a big hitter. Jonathan Quick is going to start for the LA Kings. He is 17-1-5, a 1.66 goals against average, and a 9.37 save percentage against the Oilers. This is a tough matchup tonight for Edmonton. Stoffer Inspector every Tuesday in Oilers now brought to you by Alberta Horse Racing. HRA, this province was built on the back of a horse. HRA, proud contributors to the Alberta Lottery Fund. Minor hockey season almost over, but there's still time to salute your rink's home ice hero. Watch a video of the latest winner and nominate your own. Home ice hero at atb.com backslash home ice. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today for Kentwood Ford. We are in L.A. Live, the Oilers and the L.A. Kings tonight. This is Matt Hendricks from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 1226. We are in Los Angeles. The Edmonton Oilers, the LA Kings tonight on the Oilers Radio Network and NHL Hockey and Rogers. Drew Remenda coming up at 1235 today. Let's go to NHL today for Kentwood Ford. The great Gretzky, Mike Gretzky and the gang at Kentwood Ford. They look after you. Tell them Oilers now sent you. Here's Brennan Ulrich. Oh, lots going on tonight, Bob. Ten total games around the league. Uh, the Minnesota Wild in Philadelphia. Parise out for the Wild. Giroux out for the Flyers. Flyers five back of a wild card spot. The Wild are four back. The Devils are in Columbus. Uh, the Devils are a point back of the Pens for a wild card spot. Carolina at Toronto. The Leafs are tied with the Oilers for 30th overall with three games in hand. Uh, it sounds like JVR will miss the rest of the season as well for Toronto. Wow. Yeah. Do you think if uh, it wasn't, you know, if they weren't going for 30th year, he might uh, make his way back at some point? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not close enough to that situation yeah. to know at this stage. Hurricanes are at two points uh, out of a wild card spot out east. The Coyotes are in Florida. Good news for the Panthers as Barkoff and Gabranson are back, but they have placed Jonathan Huberto on the IR. The Coyotes are, I think, uh, six or seven points out of a playoff spot right now. Uh, the Rangers are in St. Louis. Uh, Jake Allen back from injury. He'll start for the first time since January 8th. 
The Blues are three back of the Stars for first in the Central. Uh, the Preds are in Chicago. Shea Weber is day-to-day with a lower body injury. The Preds hold down the top wild card spot, five up on the Wild. Dallas home to the Jets. Brian Little out for the season for Winnipeg. Uh, this is the second half of a home and home for these two teams. The Stars beat the Jets 5-3 in uh, Winnipeg on Tuesday. Calgary home to the Islanders. The Flames have lost five of six since losing Ramo to injury. Uh, Ottawa at Vancouver. The Sens are four back of the Pens for a wildcard spot, but Pittsburgh has two games in hand, and Marcus Granlin will make his uh, Canucks debut tonight. Uh, other news and notes, Jeff Petrie out for the season for uh, Montreal, and uh, the Panthers signed Sean Thornton to a one-year contract extension. American Hockey League Condors beat San Antonio 3-2 Tuesday night. They outshot them 38-19. Uh, Matthew Ford, Andrew Miller, Brad Hunt, all veterans scored the goals. They host San Jose tomorrow. WHL, Edmonton Oil Kings beat Portland 5-1 last night. Cole Gable scoring twice. Aaron Irving. Still not signed yet by Nashville. He had a goal and two assists. And CIS, number four ranked Alberta Golden Bears, uh, looking to uh, three-peat as CIS national champions. If they're going to do so, they need to beat Mount Royal this weekend in the uh, Canada West semifinals. Uh, They swept the Cougars two weeks ago. It won't be easy. This could easily go three games. Game one, Friday night at 7 p.m. Game two goes 6 o'clock on Sunday. Just a quick update, Bob. uh, um, yep. Well, in saying there will be some changes to the Oilers lineup tonight in L.A., however, nothing is set in stone as of right now. Well, again, in those deep pairings yesterday were revealing where Clendenning and Schultz were rotating in with Darnell Nurse, uh, as well as the line combos, which we already discussed with Cassian up front with uh, Drysaddle and Taylor Hall. Do want to mention Edmonton product Tyler Benson, Vancouver Giants, shut down for the season with a groin injury. This was a consensus top 10 pick about a year and a half ago. He's been injured virtually this entire year. A couple different issues along the way. Off to a 6.30 Chad News weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, we'll hook up with Drew Remenda from NHL Hockey on Rogers.